Well, this year's about time to rewrite the shows and movies that have way too many jokes and not quite enough boobies, and we'll gladly try and tell you just what we'd improve. So come on down to rewrites and hell, what do you got to lose? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Rewrites. My name is Nathan. My name is Clark. And we are here today to do a special request of sorts. Um, Gladys Nuvering, longtime listener, zero time caller. I've made that joke before, but it never gets old. It's still good. Has asked that we do some spooky stuff. As much as I hate to admit it, um, horror movies are a part of movies. I can't close my eyes and just make them go away so with that in mind we've decided that for the month of october uh we want to try to do a couple episodes based on these things called horror movies whatever and one of which that is a little bit newer and i i've heard some good things about is the black phone with ethan hawk uh maya hawk's dad just FYI, for all you kids out there that don't know who Ethan Hawke is. Uma, um, Uma Thurman's ex-husband. Yep. Uh, they're going to know who Uma Thurman is if they don't know who Ethan Hawke is? You know, I <laughs> tried to piggyback off yeah. the joke and it didn't work, so uh, I'll just no, see myself I, I out. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You showed off your knowledge of, of yeah. I mean. Thank you. You passed test one. You know uh, obscure 90s actors, so that's good. Um, Check. So the So the Black Phone is a movie. And we're going to watch that for our recap episode. You know the drill. We're going to do a little musical interlude. And then we're going to watch 30 minutes of the black phone. Come back. Hit play on the podcast. You know you know what the fucking drill is. So um, we're going to do that right now. Okay. All right. Yeah. So we finished the first 30 minutes. Finished the first... 30 minutes of the black phone on a dark and stormy day for a dark and stormy movie. Yeah. Um, I made the comment to you about, because we had to check the time, not not a single, not a, not a horror movie moment, to be fair. Right, um, no. No real until, jump scares. Until about that last minute of that 30 minutes uh, when the boy was abducted. That yep. was about. That was definitely the, the scariest part. Everything up until then, again from a horror movie perspective, was pretty right. tame. Uh, although some disturbing moments for sure. So, Black Phone starts out. We are following a boy named Finn, Finny, Finny Shaw, Finny Shaw. You you'll know all the character names, and I I never will. <laughs> um, Finny Shaw and his sister who are growing up what seems to be under the care of a very abusive, very alcoholic dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom is not around. He's alluded to the mom being... Uh, maybe uh, like mentally ill or something? Mentally ill or maybe has, has passed or something to that effect, but it's kind of unclear. Um, the movie starts out, Finney is a pitcher on his Little League team. He uh, is in a game and... Uh, doesn't quite win it for his squad, but the other uh, kid on the rival team is nice to him. We're shown later that the kid from the rival team 
is abducted. I, I by, believe it might even be the very next day or the yeah, same day. Something it seems like, like that. it's pretty quickly um, afterwards. By a serial kidnapper called the Grabber. The kids call him that. And we're shown uh, Finney's kind of journey through school where he's kind of being bullied. Uh, another friend of his kind of helps him out against the bullies. And then that friend is abducted As well, by the Grabber. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the... Uh, police are asking the younger or the sister she has dreams about black balloons and the police are trying to ask her questions about how she knows that because that wasn't released information and they do it in a very angry way which is kind of weird um all the all the adults kind of parental supervision right all all the adults are kind of shitty it seems like anyway um but yeah, so so she it, it's leaked or it's uh you know alluded to that she has uh, prophetic dreams. I guess I don't really know. Yeah, <laughs> it can't be considered like telepathy. Or anything. It's yeah. not like she's reading anybody's mind, but you're right. Like I uh, guess prophetic dreams. Yeah, and, some sort of deja. And that's something to what the dad said uh, at one point was yelling at her and was mad at her because he found out she was being talked to by the police. So, of course, he was, you know, hitting her for it and being terrible and said, you know, your your mother believed that she, her dreams came true, too, and all this stuff. So, I don't know if that's going to come back or not, but Maybe. Th- that's what they're giving us. So, yeah, so we, we followed uh, Finney through, you know, some days at school. He's uh, really into rockets. Um, yeah, he appears to be really into maybe space travel. Maybe he space wants to travel. Space travel. Space. He's a total square, total nerd. Yeah. Um, but you know, some he's got you know a couple friends and whatnot that uh, who, who do eventually get kidnapped. Yeah. So <laughs> unfortunately, that's that's a bummer. Um, but yeah, right bef- right at that thirty minute mark, we were shown uh, after school one day he stumbles upon. A guy in a black van who is Ethan Hawke. And he uh, opens up the back door of the van to show him these black balloons. And in doing so, grabs Finney, uh, sprays something in his mouth, which I'm assuming is like a probably like chloroform or some type of thing to knock him him unconscious. And then throws him in the back of the van. It's where he comes to. And he is in a very dank basement, like dungeon prison cell type of deal and ethan hawk now has a crazy mask on with devil horns devil horns and like no mouth and i don't know it's very interesting very yeah (laughs) very very uh unsettling and he's talking to him about giving him a soda and he's trying to be like super nice to him even though he's just just assaulted him and is yeah um and all these things and he claims that he can or he's Saying, do you hear the phone? I have to see who's on the phone. And he or calls something him like that. Johnny. Called, he he, he called him call Johnny. Johnny. I don't know if that was in reference to something. Right. Like maybe, you know, you know, kind of just like a quote. Like, maybe. Or just, you know, call, I don't know. Or if um, it's like going to come into play later that maybe he knew some kid named Johnny or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe you're right. Maybe yeah. he just kind of said it. Yeah. It's kind of like when you say, what if, Bev? And someone says, my name's not Beverly. Yeah. And you're like, no, I know. Or like, surely just... you can't be serious. 
Yeah, no, it's just no, he's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you call it. You call it. Or well, let's see. Like no Scott. I don't know where I'm going with this. All right, yeah. we're gonna edit that out. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the. Uh, I'm not really sure why I called him that, but he did give him the the Scout's honor. He, he gave did, him the gave thing. Him the Scout's honor. I'm so not gonna hurt I, you anymore. Uh, yeah, Sorry. type of deal. <laughs> um, and Finney gashed him pretty good with like a pen. <laughs> Or something. It's his rocket that he carries Like around. a rocket pen? Yeah. It Is it not a, a pen? It might not be a pen. I it had think a little it's light just, on the bottom. Yeah, I think it's a sort of a flashlight that looks like a rocket, but it appears he carries it around almost everywhere because he has it in class. Yeah. He has it when he's watching the movie. Um, I think he just, like we said, he likes rockets a lot and yeah. maybe space travel, and so he just really likes rockets. Oh, there's even a scene where he's like setting off a rocket right before the one, the first kid gets kidnapped. Yeah. One of those, you know, outdoor, um, you know, like launch your own rocket thing that goes however long, like high in the air and has a little parachute and comes down. Right. Type of deal. Um, but yeah, so, uh, that was the first 30 minutes. Oh, and then just the very end, uh, Finney gets up and, you know, kind of checks the surroundings and he is locked into this place. And yeah, it's very, not not looking great for old uh, for old Finney. So um, so we'll have to see what comes next. Yeah, how he's gonna escape if he's gonna escape. I guess we'll figure it out. I guess yeah. Uh, so yeah. Did you I have anything <laughs> you wanted to add to <laughs> no, that? No, I though? do. I do. Sorry. No, um, it's okay. That's all. I'm trying to I'm trying to gather my thoughts. My my first thought of of the thirty minutes so far. Well, I kind of I kind of spoiled it a little bit but it really is just like establishing you know him and and the world so far it's yeah. you know they even the the kidnappings of the other two boys it just alludes to it it doesn't show it yeah his is the first that's shown that's actually shown so the the first boy who is the other baseball player it just shows the van kind of pull up in front of him as he's riding his bike yeah and you know then it kind of fades out and then it goes to the next scene. And then, you know, the other friend who defended him against the bullies, it's the same same yeah, way. He's walking up and it's just like, oh, black van, fade to black. Yeah, exactly. Now and, you know and, he's been and, taken. Yeah, which, which I appreciate from, <laughs> from all the movies that, you know, we watch on here and who just love to uh, tell and not show. I appreciate the opposite. Like I appreciate the, yeah. the efficiency of this boy is walking down the street. A guy pulls up in a van. You know what the movie's about. You can assume what happened. And Even so, if you didn't, you could kind of just figure it out. Exactly. Oh, he might be getting kidnapped. Exactly. <laughs> and and I realize this: the subject matter is going to involve you know a young boy, and it already has involved his sister, who's being you know abused, and you know that's awful enough to see. I appreciate that they're not really laying it on thick by yeah. showing all of these abductions. Right. Like if it showed every person be like that would be a little upsetting. It's like Jesus Christ, do I have to watch another child be, you know, abducted and, and, and abused in this way? So I'm glad that they're trying to keep that somewhat mitigated by doing that. Um, but other, but it really has not been scary in like the normal horror movie sense, like the right. jump scares. That's what I was fully prepared for. Yeah, as someone maybe they're coming. Coming soon. I'm sure maybe. they're coming soon. Uh, now that he's in the like House of Terror or whatever with the masks and shit, so I'm sure the jump scares are going to come. But uh, for now, I appreciate the reprieve, as I am, of course, uh, 
a scaredy cat. And so as is as is his girlfriend. Yeah, so. whoever that is. And um who, who's to who's to say? But the uh yeah, so I mean, so so far it's I I I am enjoying the movie. I wrote down that the sister is awesome. Uh I wrote in all caps I love her. Yeah. Because when she started cussing out uh the police, yeah. uh, fuck them. Yeah. And she was like, fuck you motherfuckers. And I was like, yeah, yeah fuck them. She called them something. What did she say? She said she like, called them you like fucking fart, fucking fart, fart knockers. That's fart what knockers. she said. Yep. Yeah. Which I haven't knockers. heard fart knocker in a really long time. So I appreciated that. I loved the scene when she was praying. Yes. Uh, that was really funny. Jesus, I know you don't do requests or whatever yeah, it is you know, she said. Yeah, or like, she said something like that. Or oh, she you said don't like, intervene. She said like, I know you won't really do anything, but you know, could Can you? Yeah, you know, and then. Uh, or she said, "Is that how you work?" Or yeah, something I don't, like I that. don't know how this yeah. stuff works. <laughs> uh, she's she's like has a little like uh, rosary or something like that, and is and is trying to pray. Um, and yeah, it's that's just a very you know very cute scene, and she just seems very like smart and very you know. Um, and even though she's little, she seems I mean not not that little like yeah. you can tell they're pretty close in age, but yeah. although obviously not the same age since they are brother and sister, right? But uh. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. At first I thought maybe that was his friend, but then I was like, oh, well, she lives with him. And then I was like, oh, okay, she said my brother. That's her brother. Right. Because I wasn't she seems sure. more mature than him. Yeah. Even though I th- I'm to assume he's older. But I think that he might be. Yeah. Because she seems, I mean, well, she's a little shorter, but again, he's a boy. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. He might be older. Um, But yeah, I, I liked the scene when they were talking about, uh, when they were talking about the grabber. Where he said, you know, don't uh, stop saying that or stop saying whatever. And she's like, you don't believe what they say, do you? That if you say his name, that he'll get you. And he's like, no. And then she's like, then say his name. And he's just like, no. I and won't. Like, yeah. Say like, I still won't <laughs> um, say it. I liked, uh, I liked that. So, I mean, it, I will say that the, the uh, child actors, for the most part, I mean, there's some of them are a little, eh, but I, I think Finney and his sister, which I feel bad I don't know her name. Gwen. Gwendolyn. There you go. Um, Finney and Gwen uh, are really good. The, she's and she's a really good actress too. Yeah, I think that she's she's not only funny, but it's like it's like age appropriate funny. Like she's not trying yeah. to be like so funny that you'd be like, okay, this is obviously. I mean, obviously it's written by an adult, but it's like right. she's not saying stuff that's so much out of her range that yeah, it an adult seem... would be like saying it and be like, a kid would never say that. Right. It's not so crazy. Mm-hmm. to the things that she's saying but yeah and uh and yeah and during the scene you know when the dad was like hitting her and stuff like her crying and stuff was very it was very believable very compelling yeah uh, i a, cried yeah it was it was <laughs> uncomfortable baby. for me i can't cry as you know because i have no feelings but everyone knows i that think about Nathan, uh so. you know but if i had feelings i would have cried because yeah she that was a good performance i think she's i think she's going places yeah. This little girl's gonna be the I next mean, Sandy B. Yeah. Give her give her another ten, fifteen years. Um so I wrote that. I wrote Coors. Go Coors Denver. Banquet. Yep. Go Denver. Yeah. Yeah. So uh it so it's true it's true to Colorado. Um and then my last note was why did they have to name the lone Asian kid Bruce? Uh, he is Bruce. Yep. Uh Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. So, and then they reference Bruce Lee later. They do. The two, the two boys Him talk about and, Enter the Dragon. Uh, 
Yeah, Robin, his only friend who then, the bully, then get kidnapped. The bully protecting friend who gets kidnapped. Um, the Native American, I believe, friend. Though the kid he beats up calls, calls him, him a, a beaner. Yeah. But he does not appear to be Mexican. So I was a little confused by that. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. He just didn't look very Mexican <laughs> to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, they said his name was Alero or something like that. Uh, Robin Ariana. Ar- Ar- Ariana or something like that. Yeah. But I thought it was a little bit overkill when his friend Robin was beating the shit out of that one guy. And yes. he just continued to beat the shit out of him. And yes. I was like, hey, uh, he's already on the ground uh, yeah. for some background, everybody. It was basically just this white guy trying to bully the uh, Mexican non, slash non whatever, white. non-white person, <laughs> uh, Robin, who is Finney's friend. And yeah. then he was like, oh, I'm going to beat your ass. And he was like, go ahead and try. And then the guy didn't really make a move. And I think he kind of realized, oh, shit, this kid might actually beat me up. But it was kind of too late because he didn't want to seem like a bitch yeah. by not, in fact, trying to fight him. You after can't he was seem like say, a bitch after that. You, you can't bitch out. Something uh, but a bitch he might have just wanted to bitch out because he still got... <laughs> He got his ass handed to him because he got beat up really bad. He so. got beat up. He, didn't he? Didn't he kick him? Did he roundhouse kick him? He did, at one that's point. That's the first thing he like. One of the first things he did. He like dodged a, a punch. Then he punched him. Then he reared back and roundhouse kicked him in the face. Yeah. Then proceeded to like get him on the ground after pulling like a wrestling move where he had his yes. head over his okay, shoulder. Okay, that was totally a wrestling move. <laughs> um, uh, Gladys Nuvering, I know, I know you're listening. You gotta let us know if the move that he puts him in. It looked almost like like a quote unquote neck breaker. I think yes, in wrestling, because I, I think when they do that to them, they would they would fall to like their butt, and the idea is, is that they're breaking their neck over their shoulder. Mm. But really, your neck can go back like that. Yeah. So you know, it's not actually doing that, but it looked like that maneuver. And when he had him in there, he just threw him down on the ground, and he was like out cold. So it really was like a wrestling match. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know where, where that like, kid learned those moves, but he was fucking where it's like the, it. the Stone Cold Stunner is just as harmful as every other wrestling move, but for some reason, because it's the Stone Cold Stunner, you're out. You're like you can't recover. <laughs> like oh my god, he's dead. He's done. He's dead. <laughs> like that's that that is like what happened in this movie, and he just he was completely out, and yeah, then got on him, and then like. Starts punching him. I'm like, okay, yeah, give him a couple to show him who's boss. But then, no, he's like beating him to death. Yeah, like his he his him, he's like, like breaking his orbital bone. Like yeah. you can see his his face mashing up. Yeah. Like it, it's one of those things. I, I think when you're a kid, I'm trying to think back of any uh, like fights that I saw or anything like that. First of all, I've never seen someone kick anyone with a roundhouse kick e- in my life. Ever. That's why I've I, never I don't seen know any, where that kid learned to fight. I've never even seen anyone try that. <laughs> Like, that's something in movies that they always show, like, you know, one kid, like, oh, he knows karate. Like, I've seen plenty of fights that people have gotten into, and I've never seen someone actually roundhouse anyone. Yeah. It's just, it's always, it always just devolves into just grabbing and, like, wrestling. And punching and wrestling. I mean, even punching. punching where you, where like, you can, if yeah, you get a like chance. Yeah, like, you, 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 like, awkwardly punch. It's never in, like, a boxing match or, you know, th- things like that. Especially but. not between kids. I mean, because we do not yeah. live in Karate Kid universe, so <laughs> <Right>. thus, <laughs> yeah. people just don't really roundhouse kick each other yeah. when they're children. I mean, like, you get kicks and stuff like they showed when Finney gets roughed up by the bullies later. Right. Where they, kick like, get him on the, on the ground. Yeah, like, that kind of stuff, of course. But when you're trying to like get up high like that, like that's just that's just never happened in the history of twelve year old fights. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I just don't think. And yeah, but I also know that when that stuff is going on, it, it's typically kind of like... I've I've never you know you don't just sit there and like beat them to death like someone's probably gonna come up to you at some point and grab you and be like hey cool hey cool yeah, it stop it, stop it's enough you know like type of thing now granted I know that there weren't any adults around yeah it was just kids but guess, even so. kids at one point would just be like oh hey stop like <laughs> you're gonna do Wait. whatever yeah uh, and the sister when she's she tries that's that's the other great thing about the sister oh, yes. she defends Finney against the bullies you know when he's getting kicked. She grabs that rock and just hits that kid right in the face with it. Like I know she runs up and is like, "Fuck you, cocksucker!" Yeah, and, and just and like snapped. I was like, "Jesus Christ!" And the kid, like, that you see, uh, blood starts streaming down his face. I thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to die. Yeah, for a split second, I thought that was the direction the movie is going to go. Is that she fucking killed him, yeah. like on accident or something, and like maybe. Ugh. Now I'm rewriting the movie in like the worst way possible. Yeah, like oh god, like, it went the, down a really dark route already. The sister who's awesome accidentally kills the bully, and then she's like taken away, and then Finney's by himself with a shitty alcoholic and then Crispin dad. Crispin Glover comes and tries to help them uh, <laughs> cover up. <the> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, watch River's Edge. Please That's all. Watch okay. It. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, but then then. It seems, by comparison, what really happened in the movie is much better. Like, I would rather him be in the clutches of Ethan Hawke than his shitty alcoholic dad. I know that's fucked up to say. It is fucked up, um, but I agree but with at this, you. But at this point, the alcoholic dad has done worse <laughs> things. Uh, so I'm sure that's going to change uh, probably in the next five minutes. Uh, but yeah. So, all right. So are you ready to watch the next 30? Yeah, those were, those were all my notes. All right, here we go. We're going to see what happens to Finney. Right now. Second okay. 30 minutes. Second 30 minutes or one hour, if my math is right. <laughs> we, we are up uh, to one hour and one second, I believe. Yeah. I almost got it right on the nose, which is a good... He did. He was pretty It's good. a good omen. Um, so, yeah. So, where we left off, Finney was first uh, kind of feeling his way around the jail cell or dungeon basement. Yeah, his room, his little cage there. Yeah, and he got a little bit of the lay of the land. There's a bathroom with some old carpet things in it. Just kind of chilling. Um, yeah, there is a window that goes outside, but it turns out that it's like soundproof. He talks to the grabber, who is being a little creep, and hasn't really done anything to him yet, even in the whole hour. Um, but he brought him some food at one point. Uh, he was watching him while he slept. Yeah, he just kind of came in and yeah. and Finney woke up and he was just like, well, if you weren't bringing me food, why are you down here? And he said, to I just wanted you. to look at you. I just wanted to look at you. And he sounded almost sad when he said that. Oh, he had tears in like his he eyes. He had tears in his eyes. Yeah. Said, I just wanted to look at you. And it was He's like, being a weirdo. He's definitely weird. being a weirdo. And it was kind of watching this this segment with him in it. That I realize I haven't seen Ethan Hawke in a movie in so long that it's kind of like yeah, I don't really have a good grip of what kind of actor he is. So it is sort of all new territory. Yeah, and he is creepy. Like I, it helps that he has these creepy masks. Oh yeah, and there's like different iterations of them. So are they different iterations? Because what I was thinking was 
what if the mask itself is sort of magical? Because remember, at first, it did not have a mouth. Then he yeah. came in. It does have a mouth, and it was like a big smile. Big grin, like Joker-style grin. Big grin, like Joker-style grin. Then, later on, when he gets upset with Finny, it turns into a huge frown. And so I was like, does he have all these different iterations of the mask, like different versions? Well, or is it a magical mask? He did have, when he first came down, and and he had no mouth, you could see a line on the mask. You're right. That w- that looked like potentially he could take off this part here. That right. the that part and then there was the one underneath it. But then the frowny one looks a little bit different. So I don't know. And to your point, this is a great segue into the, the recap. Finney uh realizes that there's a phone in the room, hence the name, the titular black phone. Was wondering when it was coming in, so is a rotary, an old rotary phone that is on the wall next to his bed, to which the grabber says it doesn't work. Don't worry, I've tried Some, something to that effect. That it hasn't since he was a kid. And hasn't when, since he when was Finn a kid. does pick it up and he looks at like the phone line, it's been cut. Like it's disconnected. Yeah, it's not so. connected to anything. So, but at one point the phone rings. He picks it up, and it and it slowly reveals it. Like he picks it up and no one's there. Then he picks it up and it just says. Finny and it freaks him out. Then he picks it, he hangs it up, and then he picks it up again when it rings, and a voice comes on and starts talking to him and says, "You know, you or I met you once." And he realizes that it's the voice of Bruce, the the uh, baseball playing boy, who was taken in the beginning of the movie, and he says to him, uh, "You know uh, where I am." He he is very very. Uh, Cryptic. Uh, uh, yeah, cryptic. He's a where I am. There's no baseball. Um, we're we're here where we are, and so like you know, it's hard to know exactly where. And he says that we, but you don't really know. Yeah, is he talking about the other people who got kidnapped? Is he talking about he and Finny? Right. Or what? Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to tell. But he says that there is a floorboard that's loose. There's a tile that's loose, and that he dug through it, but he didn't have time to see what was on the other side. Something to that effect. Yeah, and then so, Finney asks if he will have time, but then Bruce hangs, hangs up. up. Yeah, so it's all very, you know, very ominous that way. So, you know, and, and the sequences of the events, it's kind of hard to exactly nail down, but, you know, he, he gets a couple more calls. Um, he gets a call from another boy named Billy, who yes. is a paper boy. Yeah, and uh, the paper boy tells him at one point that... Uh, the grabber has sort of accidentally, and I put this in quotations, left yeah. the door open when he, well, left it cracked when he came, comes to bring Finney his first bit of food. Yeah. And then the, the, the boy on the black phone, the newspaper boy, Billy, yes. tells him not to do it because it's a trap. He said, if you go up there, he's going to beat gonna... you with a belt. And yes. He's going to be mad and he's going to keep beating you. You're going to be hurt. So yes. just don't do it. And it turns out that he's right because uh, it shows Finney kind of, Walk halfway up the stairs, but then, you know, uh, go back down again without going all the way up. And the camera shows us that Ethan Hawke was waiting uh, at the top of the stairs, like around the corner, sitting in a chair with his shirt off. I thought that was weird, too. He's shirtless. He does have the belt, like yeah, the he has. Said, he had the mask on and the belt, and but he had, and he had pants on, thank God. Uh, <laughs> but he had... He, his shirt was off, and... He he's looking a. I wouldn't say he looks swole, but he looks svelte. Yeah. 
If I could he's use like, that term. Yeah, he doesn't have the, the, the quote-unquote dad bod, I guess. It's not a dad like, yeah. bod. It's it, like but he's in shape. What I, got, what I first thought of, funny <laughs> enough, he has a little bit of a wrestler bod. A little bit. <laughs> and I don't know if this movie is linked to wrestling. And again, Gladys Neuvering did not, did not recommend this particular film. He just said, uh, watch horror movies. So I picked this one on my own. But I can't help but... <laughs> Think about wrestling for some reason. Anyway, but he's a bigger dude, or like that that shot of him made him look much more menacing. It did than when he was downstairs, because like when when he comes to visit him, he looks very slight. Yeah, he's wearing like sweaters and like yeah, yeah. No, he's, it's he's not, not like he doesn't trying look to show off his yeah. Body. But then, but in that, he looked like oh god, yeah, okay, he could manhandle some people. He's a big dude. He's also doing like the man spread at one point yeah. too. Like when he's sitting in that chair, he, yeah. his legs are wide open. That's like why he's really I, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to beat your ass if you come up here. So like it seemed potentially sexual it because been. of that. That's the only reason. And the newspaper boy doesn't really say like, okay, that will happen. He yeah. just says he'll beat you with the belt. So yeah. maybe other stuff happened. We don't so, know. And Finney didn't have to find out. So, so that was definitely the most <laughs> menacing part so far of his involvement um and we got we got our only true well we've had a couple like little like uh creepy things but this was the first jump scare yeah it got me real good it got you real good it got me uh, i clutched onto the dog who was yeah. closest to me because nathan was on the other side of the couch i was like oh god yeah so um the he and it's actually kind of a cool sequence as Finney's talking to Billy on the phone. Like you just hear, obviously, the other side. You you hear the voice of the person on the other side, you know, with like some static on it as if it is on the other end of a phone line. But as Finney turns, we see like, uh, you know, like a ghost, quote unquote, like a, a boy that's clearly like dead, but he's like up and walking around, you know, think of like Sixth Sense type of thing. Yeah. Um. And he's all of a sudden right there next to Finney, but Finney can't see him clearly. Yeah, only the audience can. So it's right. So give it's a, a big body shock. To the yeah. Um, voice. So it was, it was very spooky. But then while you can hear the voice over the phone, the ghost is moving his mouth as if he's saying it, and so it's like you're following along their conversation that way. So it's kind of cool. Um, it was a good. It was a good shot because they didn't yeah. do that with they didn't do that with Bruce. So right. they didn't like overuse it because but, he's talked on the phone several times. But since they revealed that that was a possibility, ever since then, whenever he's on the phone, I'm like, oh good, is it gonna show Bruce? <laughs> am I gonna see a creepy guy? Uh, so yeah, so I am a little more tensed up yeah. now. Well, and, and we haven't seen him talk to we we don't know how many people the grabber has on grabbed on the other so. side, quote unquote. So he has not talked to Robin yet. So maybe yeah. he'll talk to Robin in this next Probably. 30 minutes. Yeah, Something I was like, like that. he hasn't. Or maybe any of the other people that he has grabbed. He has Something. not talked to anybody else yet. Yeah. So while that's going on, um, the sister is uh, all broken up, obviously, about what's going on. And she's having a couple visions. Mm -hmm. um, one where Finney's trying to escape from like a screen door. Um, another one where the grabber is outside of a house that has like a funky looking tree out front. So she's trying to piece together these images from her dreams to maybe go and find find the grabber. And she actually goes to her dad and has a little bit of a heart to heart with him. And is like, I you know, I really want to use my dreams to try and find Finney. 
And he, it looks like he is taking her around the town to yeah. look around for houses and stuff. Yeah. So the dad's trying to come Take through her seriously a little at some bit. Point, yeah. Finally, um, I also realized that that actor is kind of crazy. I, I, I didn't, I couldn't remember where I knew him from, but then I remember he's from Saving Private Ryan. Oh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's Upham or whatever the like nerdy guy that you know is super afraid. Uh, anyway, point is. That actor's really, really strange, and he's really, really okay. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing it to the best of his ability. But it's, it's kind of, it's weird. Anyway, um, so yeah, so she's going through that. The uh, she even goes around in the middle of the night once, like she wakes up from a dream and she like starts riding her yeah. bike around. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think she was doing. Now that I think about it, I think she was trying to figure out if she could see the house because. While she saw Finn in the screen door, Finn, Finny in the screen door, uh, she saw some numbers on the side of it. It was 1434. Oh, okay. So I think she was thinking maybe, okay, I don't know what street, but I know the numbers and I know what the front of the house looks like. So maybe I can just track it down. But I mean, yeah. there's there's too much for her to go through. But I think she just kind of woke up in the middle of the night and was like, I can right. do that now. <laughs> right. So, uh, so one of the last scenes, too, was the... Um, the two detectives that came to visit her at school are going around door to door and they go to this one guy's house who's real jittery and, and real kind of strange acting named Max. And they ask him, you know, if he's seen Finn and he says, Oh, come on in. And he has this little like shrine dedicated to, you know, with like a map of the area and like, you know, the, the, the Charlie, Day. I was just gonna say the of, Charlie Day yeah, meme. Yeah, of that. it's it's that. <laughs> um, for the for the kidnappings, and you know he's going to the cops like, oh, I'm so glad you're here because I have all these theories, and and it's meant to be like a funny scene because the guy's you know clearly kind of overzealous, and it's, and the the cops are just like, okay, buddy, you're a weirdo. We're just gonna go ahead and leave you our card, and we'll see you later, and you know, and all that. And they mention, uh, you know, might want to tidy up a bit. And he's got a couple lines of Coke on the coffee table. And he sits, and as they, they leave, he sits down to do some of the Coke. And the shot pans down through the floorboards and Finney's underneath him. So that was at the grabber's house. Oh. Though Max is not Ethan Hawke. Yes. He just claims, this is my brother's house. And so I'm staying here or whatever. Is it through the floorboards or were they just trying to do a transition? Is it? Are we sure it's the same house? I thought it was meant to be the same house. Maybe. Maybe you might, you're right. You might be, no, you might be right. I think we could both be right. I think we could. How could we both be right? We couldn't. I'm just saying. <laughs> I. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. But no, I mean, um, we'll see who is right in this, yeah. in this next 45 minutes. One of us might be right. There we go. We may be crazy. We just may be the lunatic you're looking for. But go. the... Uh, but we're not the grabber, so we aren't the lunatic. Anyway, off the rails. Last scene was the grabber slash Ethan Hawke coming to Finney and saying, um, I really want to know your name. And he says, why is that? He said, I think you're special. I like you type of thing. And he I'm says, thinking about letting I'm you thinking go. about letting you go. And Finney gives him a fake name, says something else. And the grabber immediately like throws his tray of food on the ground and yells at him like, you're a liar or whatever, and throws the newspaper at him. Because, Your name is Finney. And he says it in like a really funny way. Um, and 
yeah, and then he shuts the door, leaving it cracked just barely. And right as Fanny's about to go to the door, the black phone rings again. So we're to assume he's going to get some more inside info. Uh, and that was at the one hour mark. So yeah, so um, this this flew by. At one point you said to me, wow, this, this I did. 30 it was, minutes is really Yeah, it was like I, I asked for the time and you yeah. paused it. It was 53 minutes. I was like, oh, I've already watched like 23 minutes. So yeah, so yeah this 30 minutes went a lot faster than the than the first yeah but it's uh it's zooming it's zooming along and um the one note i had was there's a close-up shot of the sister running when she first finds out about you laughed at that too um a lot she's not going anywhere (laughs) yeah you you can tell she isn't moving but her her head is bobbing and her shoulders are moving up and down and the camera's just fixed on her and and it's unlike any other shot in the in the movie and and it goes on for about three seconds too long and i and to the point where we just started laughing at it because it's like okay like what is this yeah. under siege all of a sudden yeah. or I mean, not that that does that in that movie but um yeah, so that was an interesting interesting yeah. thing there's a lot of interesting shots that they choose to put in where they put in it almost seems like okay. Another one we we joked at was uh, Finney's digging a hole in the basement and puts this little carpet over top of it to hide to it. Hide it up. And when he wants to get to the other side of it, at one point he jumps over it, and just how he jumps is just kind of funny. Yeah, it's like he does a little running yeah, and jump, it, and he just jumps over, it. and it's it's like you didn't really need to show us that. It's not that big, like yeah. or whatever. The hole's not um, that big. I'm to assume that someone's gonna fall into that hole, though. I think that's otherwise, yeah. what the fuck is going on with it? I mean, anyway. But the thing that really was interesting to me was there's a part where one of the voices tells him there's a piece of like cord or wire that's underneath this. That they um, used to hold together the newspapers. Is that what they said? He used it for his newspapers. That's that's that what the newspaper boy was talking about. Yep. Oh. What do you do? Just cut pieces off? I have no idea. You know what? That is. That's what. He, that's what they were showing that he was doing. He said he carried around a cord. I thought those were just rubber would, bands. He must have used it at some point because he mentions his. He mentioned his newspaper business, his little newspaper business, and he said, "Yeah, his LLC, his LLC, yeah, his LTD, yeah. whatever." <laughs> he mentions it. Papers and stuff with Papers a Z. And stuff. Yeah. Well, he, he even says not to call him his name because he's not that person anymore. Yeah, that was another call ominous. Call me paper boy. Call me the paper boy. He didn't really say it like that, but yeah, he, it, was it, very, was, it was very porno. There was like it was that there was inflection. music in the background. He said, "Call yeah. me the paper call boy." Call me the paper boy. I'll drop my load off on your porch if you know what I'm saying. That sounds so gross. That's what, hey, <laughs> so, that's like, what, yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. I mean, if they were going to make a paperboy porno, it's going to be scat involved. Obviously. Not I scat. Like, boop, 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 boop. <laughs> Not like that. Uh, anyway. Just animal droppings. Yeah. Straight but up. so he tells him, so he tells him about this piece of cord, let's say, almost rope-like thing that's on the floor, and he digs it out of the wall, and he's going to use it to pull down the grate that is covering the window. So what he decides to do, at first he tries to just throw the rope up there and, and I guess hope that it will somehow hook inward and come back to him. I was, as I'm watching it, I'm like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen I doing that? Like, I mean, I suppose if you did it a million times, that might work, but it would take a million times. And so then he gets the idea, ooh, I know what I'll do. 
I'll get the carpet and I'll, because it's really long, it's all rolled up. And yeah. it's, you know, one of the tall ones, so it's probably like 10 feet tall. Yeah, for some reason he has three rolled up carpets. So that way, yeah. if Finn used, if Finny, the kid, yeah. if Finny used one of them to cover up this huge hole he's making, now he can use a secondary one to yeah. do another task. I don't right. know why he has so many carpets in there. Yeah. <laughs> With so, that one kid. Oh, uh, boy. So he... So he he takes the the rolled up carpet, leans it against the wall. I thought he was going to climb up it. I did as well. Somehow, thought he was going to use. Which I was like, oh, that. smart kid. I even wrote down, wow, Finny's pretty smart. Yeah. This next part, not so great. Well, <laughs> he, so he's like, he doesn't do that. So he takes this rope, which again is, it's not taut. At all. Like it's not. It's it's a. It's as if like a. Sh- it's like a shoestring. I don't know the term, but its rigidness is not such... Yeah, it's, such... Like, a, it's like a noodle. It's, it's yeah. just like, it's floppy. Yeah, it's just floppy it's rope. And so he takes it, and the tube that the carpet is rolled on, he starts pushing it into the tube, and the whole time I'm thinking, it it's not going to go anywhere. Because it's not rigid. Like, yeah, it would it's literally not, just Yeah, you're not feeding up. it, you're not feeding it in like a, you know, like a, a fiber optic wire thing. Like, it's, it's just going to... It's just going to pull at the bottom of this thing and just fall right out. Yeah. It's like if you took a shoestring and tried to put it inside of like a paper towel roll, feeding it up through the top, it's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to fall back down onto your hand. Or if it does go anywhere, it's just going to kind of fold in on its... Like, I mean, yeah. you would shove it up. It might go up an inch. A, a little bit, maybe but it's two, not... and the rest of it would just kind of curl around. Yeah, because it's, it's not... Nothing else. is holding it in place to where it's going to go all the way up, but somehow it does. Yeah, makes no sense. And so, and and he's able to then hook it. Yeah. So that part was really strange. (laughs) And now, don't get me wrong. This movie's already established that there's a supernatural element. Uh, Oh, we forgot to mention too. The ghosts can make uh, sprite bottles spin around and point down magic. Yeah, because it's just magical. And point at things in the room. You know, it's like it's like if you're playing an RPG and you put on like track missions, and there's a little arrow that's pointing at where you need to go. That's where the sprite bottle, because it's even pointing into the air. Yeah, it, it points at the window. Yeah, it doesn't just do like a spin the bottle. It also yeah. does spin the bottle, and it's Look at magically this. um tilted. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. it's tilted on the side. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's gonna start dancing soon, like in Golden Child. But no, it um <laughs> he so so obviously there's a supernatural element. But the rope and the carpet thing is like, That was what? the most magical yeah, of all. Yeah, that was the most magical thing of all. And my last note is, uh, why are they even letting kids outside at this uh, yeah, point? Yeah, these kid. there's been two, three kidnappings now, and she's still allowed Four. to get up. Four? Because Billy... Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Billy, then Bruce, Bruce then Robin, Robin and now there's Finny, and then there's still kids just out and about. Like... Nothing's going on, and I'm, I I just feel like a small town. I mean, really, it, after the after the second kid gets kidnapped by somebody, we need to tighten up. Yeah, our security here. Like if I, I mean, I know it was the seventies. Oh, by the way, I don't know if we've have we mentioned. That I don't this think movie we ever said it was the night. Yeah, okay. nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah, sorry, but, but still, go. like you, I mean. It's just common sense. Like, oh, hey, you know what? It seems like this guy's just grabbing kids that are walking down the street. Don't let them walk down the street. Like, I just, like, you escort know, them to them. school escort from them now to school, on. Drive you know? them to like, school. Do whatever. Yeah, be around your kids as much as you can. Like, what the fuck? 
I don't know. That that part just seemed wild to me. That it, th- Maybe they're positing that people in the 70s just didn't give a fuck about their kids. I don't know. Yeah. And just let them like, oh, well, and I, I guess if they was, get kidnapped, it happens. And I know this was the age of serial killers and, and things like that. But damn, like. They're just make, they're just like, oh, well, I guess we got another one. What can we do? There's nothing we can do. So I guess we should just let our kids walk around and get kidnapped. <laughs> I, I guess like, so. I, I just, it just seems wild to me. Anyway, so the big question mark is whether or not Max is at that house or not. Yeah, it is. So we'll, we'll see. And All right. what's going to happen on the phone call? I don't care about, about that. <laughs> I don't care about what happens to Finney. I just need to know if I'm right. Yep. Okay. So, uh, so we're gonna find that out. We're gonna just go ahead, and I think there's the 43 minutes left, so we're I just gonna so. round we're to the end. Watch the rest, and yep. uh, we're gonna finish the black phone right now. So we just finished the movie. The recap of such, I'm, there, there was a lot going on in the last 38 minutes. Yeah. In the last 38 minutes or so. How to begin? So, do you want me to do it? Good. All right, uh, where we left off at one hour, I believe Finn, Finney, had just picked up the phone, and that's right where we had stopped. Uh, So when we picked it back up, he started talking on the phone to this guy named Vance this time, who's like, once they show him in flashbacks, he's like a hard rocker, white snake looking guy. He's Billy from Stranger Things. He's Billy from Stranger Things. To a T. Yeah. He's got big hair. He's like, don't mess with me, motherfucker. Yeah. He starts, uh, he begins to beat people up inside of a gas gas station station. (laughs) where he was playing pinball. (laughs) Yeah. And they got like, they, they bumped the, one of the boys bumped up to the the pinball pinball machine machine and made him mess up. And so he punched a kid and then another kid pulled out a knife because, you know, that's how you escalate things. Um, Then they got into a fight and were shown that that's another ghost. Yeah. You know, another apparent victim. Yeah, he is a victim. The grabber. Although he was. Maybe he's the first. I don't know. There was a, there was. I'm, I'm going to say there's a little bit of confusion for me in, in like what they were going for a little bit. I mean, at the end of the day, I know what it was. You know? Right. But I see what you mean. The in confusion. the moment, it was kind of like, okay, because we're shown the flashback, but then Finney is there. He's standing in one of the aisles, like at watching. At one point. So it's like, is this his flashback or is he witnessing the flashback right or is it just the film is presenting it in the sense of like that was a little strange then the sister is there in the flashback also so that's a little weird and then i think we figure out it was her dream though is it was her dream but yet it was finney's conversation on the phone and he was having it he was saying stop right there and it was like matching up yeah so I think it's maybe they're just showing us that in real time, but she was having a dream about it, it, it either happening or that it had already happened. Maybe when she had the dream, something I I, I'm not really sure, but I think it was just meant to wrap into it that whoever is contacting him from the spirit world, that the sister has some sort of connection to As it. Well, yeah, which yeah. is why she's having these dream visions, whatever. Yeah, I think that's I think that's just what we're meant to gain from that is that you know. He's tapping into the world that she's tapped into, I yeah. guess. And then at this at this point, once he, you know, he 
gets into the fight, blah, blah, blah. Guy pulls out the knife. He then starts to beat the guy up with a knife too. Then he takes the knife from the one guy after he beats him up, carves a series of numbers into his, uh, yeah, into his arm, whatever. And then once they get there, then she sees that that is the house maybe that she's been dreaming about. Yeah. Dreaming about. It's it all just leads to the house she's already been dreaming about, but she right. gets numbers this time. Yeah. To what the house is. So Yeah, okay. So there's that. Oh, then there's another big Yeah. This is like the last big jump scare too cuz then he falls asleep. He wakes up, hears uh dripping. And that's when he looks with his little flashlight, flashlight. and sees like a dead kid kind of floating in the air. Yeah. And that was, thankfully, that was the last scare. big jump scare. Yeah, there's the... <laughs> two really big ones. The one we already mentioned and then that one. Um, I, I saw it coming, though. I they telegraphed I it, it. They yeah. telegraphed it pretty well. Because, I mean, he's look, he has his little rocket flashlight, and he's looking around, and it's very slowly sweeping across. And I was like, yeah. okay, something is going to be there. So I fully had my eyes covered. That That's yeah. where we're at. Just to let you guys know, in my not liking of scary movies, I just straight up covered my fucking eyes because it's like, yeah. But yeah, so I I watched for the both of us, even though I did in fact get scared because I screamed. Oh, she did. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, it was a big one. So, um, so then that happened. Yes, he gets a call at another point, and again, the chronology might be a little off, but he gets a call at another point from. Another boy or the Griffin. paper boy. I, 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 okay, yeah. He tries to play another trick on him, first of all. Right. He leaves the door unlocked and, yet again. Yeah. And so he tries to get him to come upstairs so that he can hit him with the belt or whatever. He doesn't fall for it. He gets a phone call and the kid says, okay, now you're, uh, now's your chance to try and get out. Yeah. Because he's fallen asleep. Because he's so waiting. He, yeah. yeah. So he tries to get out. He actually escapes the house. Yeah. Tries to run away, but somehow Ethan Hawke gets up, gets in the van, takes off. I don't know why he didn't just run after him. Catch and catches him, which seems insane. Um, But yeah, catches him, puts a knife to his throat, and is like, don't scream or I'll kill you. So So he doesn't. And so then he takes him back into the thing and throws him down. Then I think that's when some of those, you know, other visits from beyond the grave happen. Anyway, the sister gets on to where the house is. She tips off the police. We're shown that then the uh, Max is in, fa- is in fact the brother of the grabber. Yep. And he realizes, it doesn't even really show you how he realizes. He just stares at the map for <sighs> a while it's and it's all of a sudden it occurs yeah, to him. I think it's because he, you know, all the pieces he was putting together, even though he was on drugs, I guess maybe, yeah, he finally yeah. looks at it and he realizes, yeah, he goes, oh, well, you know, he has to have a place close by because he's using this and he's doing that. And then he was like, oh my God, is it's, it it's my this brother. house? Yeah. So he goes downstairs <laughs> and finds Finn and is like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. And... Of course, as he's trying to talk to Finn, the grabber comes down behind him with an axe and axes him in the head. His own bro. Kills him. Kills him. Starts freaking out. He's like, you made me kill my own brother. Now I'm going to kill you a lot. And then, you know, (laughs) says all this shit. And Finny, uh, you know, using using the, the really laborious method of take a step back, take a step 
forward. It was swing, a laborious. Take a step. So anyway, to 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 key in on what we're talking about, one of the calls that he gets in this segment is from Robin, who's the fighting kid, the roundhouse kid. Yeah. And, and it's he his says, last call, which his is last fitting, call, I guess. He says, you know, you have to get a weapon, Finney. You have to have a weapon to fight because, you know, you're a fighter. And it gives him this whole speech. So he says, pack some dirt into the phone to give it some weight and then use the phone as a weapon. And he's like, okay, cool. So he does this and he's like, then you got to do this. And he, you know, those scenes in like bad, like, you know, uh, teen movies or just, you know, older ones where they have to do a choreographed dance. Together. And like one kid does it at a, at a dance and then the other ones just watch him for a second and they're all like, oh yeah, you can join in. And they do you it take a step to the left and a step afterwards. to the right and you do the, you know, the scarn or whatever from, you know, the office. Yeah, it's like the fucking um, time warp or something yeah, like that. Yeah, like you it, immediately like, know uh, the all dance of a sudden moves. you know the moves. And so he's like, oh, all you do is you pack the phone and then take a step back. Then you swing the phone and you take a step forward and you do it like, and he's like doing this whole thing. He, it, it's, you think I'm kidding around, but it really is a lot like that. It goes on for just, so he does, 10 he seconds says, too long it, or so. oh, yeah. Maybe, it, maybe to more. The point, uh, this is another, this is another portion where we were laughing at it <laughs> because it was like, what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> this ghost kid is teaching this other kid how to swing a phone, which Even is like, Even though he can't uh, see him, by the al- way. I and mean, he also, he can't see him at all. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it was just really, <laughs> I don't know. That was really strange. So anyway. Using this method, uh, Finney is able to fight the grabber, and this is where I got a little home alone. It did. It, well, which... I was, uh, one of the things is, uh, I didn't write notes about it, but I was wondering, like, earlier how we talked about how, okay, he took that grate off of the window, because, or maybe we didn't even tell them that the grate did actually finally fall off. I, maybe we didn't even That's tell them That's what he used that. the rope for But earlier. yes, I just don't know if we told them that it did. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, so the grate <laughs> fell off, and then, yeah. but it was gone, and I was like, man, I kind of wonder what he did with that grate. But I was like, I guess maybe it just doesn't matter for the story. So whatever, yeah. like it maybe he just put it in a corner somewhere, and it just never reappears. Right. But uh, yeah, he puts it in that hole that he's been digging the whole time, and covering with the carpet and jumping over, funnily, <laughs> every time. Um, but yeah, but he uh, so uh, yeah so as he's fighting the grabber, the grabber he uh, runs over, jumps over the thing. The grabber, of course, doesn't see it. Uh, trips over the cord and falls into the pit and like twists his ankle real bad. Like yeah. it fucks his ankle up. Um, it's almost like a little punji pit at the bottom of it. Um, because he's put the grate in the bottom. So it's not like he yeah. just falls in the pit. He also right. like falls against the grate and it like twists his. Yeah. yeah. So he slips on some micro machines and falls down <laughs> onto a tarantula yep. in which then a paint can swings down. No, he, uh, so he falls in there and then using the phone, uh, beats him about about the face and neck and then uh then takes the cord of the the phone that he's taken off the wall and packed with dirt wraps it around the grabber's neck his throat and does the move that we kind of described earlier he the does neck the neck move. breaker move yeah the uh, old, uh, robin must have taught him from beyond the grave yeah from wrestlemania that was a <laughs> That was a different, you know, segment that, you know, we're yeah. not shown on screen. But yeah, yeah he, he also he taught, taught him, him how to do a neck breaker mm-hmm. and uh, the the flying elbow drop and the, the hurricane rana and all, all those other moves. Um, but yeah, so he shows him that and he he does that move with the cord of the phone. And then as he's strangling there, you know, Ethan Hawk like, oh, my God, I can't believe what folly I uh, hoisted by my own petard. Oh, no. And then the You're black phone, the phone that doesn't work. Yeah, the black phone rings, and he's like, "What?" 
and he like looks really weird. Uh, Finny decides to put hold Finn's the phone. Finn's like a badass. He's yeah, like, hold the it's phone. For you. It's for you. <laughs> Holds the phone up to his ear, and then the ghost voices say, "Yeah, fuck you, man." And he's like, "What's happening?" And gets all wide eyed, and then he like cracks and breaks his neck. Yeah, because one of the last things that the one kid said was like, "Finn's arm is so mint." It says his which, name is Mint, which I guess uh, means cool i don't know or it's or, or maybe nobody not, knows maybe not cool but maybe like his arm is really like he has a good arm yeah like, uh, he's a good that's pitcher, what it is I meant guess. to mean but just no one says that yeah maybe they did in the 70s i wasn't alive there you go but <laughs> yeah it just uh but yeah but that was a that was a sweet moment all those those dead boys cheering on the killing of ethan hawk yeah they were like um, fuck you Finn's yeah. killing you for us <laughs> so, he, so he kills him then it's then it's shown that the house that the sister found was a separate house where the bodies were kept in the basement and the house directly across the street from that house is a house that Finn was actually in where the live prisoners are kept. Yeah, and then he just, I guess after and the kills van, them, the van and was the van there too. was literally right yeah. there. So um, and there was a fresh dug grave in there when they finally see it. So yep. I assume that was for Finny there. Ready for it's ready for him. It's Finn ready. So he walks out from across the street and they're they're on the other side and they see him and they come running to him and he says, Oh, he's in the basement and they figure it out. And, you know, the dad comes and hugs them awkwardly, even though he's a piece of shit big still. Old, big old. Uh he has not <laughs> he, <laughs> didn't change he, at all. He has he not redeemed himself, uh, really in any way. But he's there, and um, oh yes, and then we're shown Finney going to school, and he's very confident. He's and people are talking about him swag. in whispers, yeah. and he's got that feathered hair, and he's like, "Yeah, he's I'm here." Good. And they're all like, "Oh, that's the guy that killed the grabber," and like, "Oh, you know, like, mm, I want some of that." I don't know if they said that. So cute. Someone says he's so cute. Yeah, oh. one girl whispers um, it. Yeah, he looks like Leif Garrett. Mm, mm. Or just something. I don't know. But and the boys. He, oh, I was going to say, and the boys who, uh, you know, kick the shit out of him, he kind of passes by yeah, them. Yeah, they look And they like, just kind of go, oh, shit. Yeah, he killed somebody. So yeah. maybe we should just not yeah. not mess with him and anymore. And his sister tried to kill someone. me with the rock. <laughs> with the rock. And almost, almost did. <laughs> so maybe we should stay away from that family. Yeah, both of them. And then he goes into his science class, takes his seat next to his lab partner who he had a crush on in the earlier part of the movie and says, sup? They didn't really say that, but he just sits next to her and she goes, hi, Finny. And he goes, call me Finn. And then it cuts to black. And it's the the black phone. Um, So yeah, so that, so that was the, that was the end of the movie. Um, Boy. It was, uh, it, was it really did, I, it was action-packed. I will say the pacing of this movie is very good. Yeah, because it's slow slow in the beginning. Slow in the beginning. But that's Second when 30 it's a, minutes, packs. That's when it's allowed it to be slow, mm-hmm. yeah. And the, yeah, the real, the middle, it very much just went, and that's. Yeah, the middle was fast, I, and then it was like, oh, oh, okay, we're at an hour already, okay. Typically the opposite Which for is good. movies. Yeah. So, um, so I did enjoy that part. Uh, I was... Really wondering why uh, he used a phone packed with dirt as a weapon rather than the lid of the toilet. That he already had. Because he, he could have waited. break a wall open. Oh, yeah. We didn't even. 
Uh, we didn't talk about that, but yeah, yeah we broke the wall he, open. So he literally uses it to chip away at a wall at one point. Like, don't you think that would be the best thing to bludgeon someone with? Yeah. Wait um, till he walks in, stand behind the door because you know yeah. he's coming, and then just <laughs> wail on that motherfucker with yeah. that a couple of times. That's, you don't even have to strangle him. Get that'll him. do it. Yeah. Um, so that was a little weird to me, but whatever. I had a note written about that just because I yeah. said... Uh, good thing it's soundproof because this kid is making a lot of noise. Yeah. I mean, he's digging up the floorboards. He's falling off of fucking walls after he breaks a grate off of a window. He is breaking through actual cement. concrete. Yeah. He's or, breaking well, through cement. He's breaking yeah, through or, cement yeah. with the, I mean, not, and you know, it's not a jackhammer, but I mean, he's, like you said, oh, no. chipping away. So you he's would... making a ton of noise. Definitely. Chipping away with the lid of a toilet. Just yeah. like repeatedly i mean that took him hours i was thinking there was one we heard that there's one part yeah no one heard that there's another part when when he's digging the floor i don't know if you mentioned this earlier that he gets rid of the dirt by flushing it down the toilet and he can't hear the he toilet flushes flushing? the toilet what a thousand times, times? Yeah. like at a, at a certain point you'd be like hey what the fuck's that kid doing my water bill's you gonna be through the roof <laughs> you would come down there you can't possibly be peeing this much yeah. because i'm not giving you any food or water yeah How like, are what you are you shitting out <laughs> i only gave you a, like one plate of runny eggs that's it um so, yeah, that was so that was a little odd. So, see, that's what I mean. It's funny the movie that is very supernatural because it it very much oh, is, it definitely is is kind of, and I know it seems silly to ask those questions, but it's also it's giving you that those terms. Yeah, like it said, you know, like he starts screaming and stuff, and he's like, "Oh, well, it's soundproof." It's like, "Oh, okay, that makes sense." Why maybe you know he wouldn't be heard soundproof? screaming? Yeah, but if he breaks through the walls, it's still soundproof. Yeah, and I'm like, still, he's breaking like, into another part of the... You would feel the vibrations of the wall. Like, if you're, you know, I don't know. It just seems... There's certain certain things that take a little bit out of the suspension of disbelief that, again, the parameters of the movie have provided. Uh, another one being, and the biggest one to me... So, we mentioned that he escapes, and then he runs out of the... Runs down the neighborhood, and um, is... is Reapprehended by the yep. grabber, caught, caught again, regrabbed, uh, <laughs> and he. As soon as he left, I, I found myself yelling at the TV. Uh, just start screaming, kid. Yeah, start screaming. Like, I, I, Go knock soon, on doors. As soon as I walked out of that house, the first thing I would do, because because he kn- he knows that he saw him leave, so he because he takes off running. Not only right? that, but as soon as he unlocks that combination lock, it makes a sound. That huge dog starts barking. So he yeah. immediately wakes up because yeah. it's like, oh, so the he, dog's so awake. He knows, and he's like, fuck, I got to take off. So he knows that. So at that point, why not just scream your fucking head off? Like, hey, I'm be- the grabber's right here. Help me. I'm a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, like, Sorry. I would be just, I, I would scream till my voice. He broke. passes by several houses. And but that's why I'm like, yeah, right? and I, I would go up, go to, the up to the house, bang on the doors, like, help me, help me, help me. I mean, like, you know, do that kind of thing. And instead, he just, I mean, he does, at the very end, he yells out as the van is pulling up to him. And then he's like, and then he comes out, grabs him, and the porch lights even go on of the neighboring houses. And they sit there for a minute, and then they go out again. Yeah. And I was just thinking, again, this is this is a very small neighborhood. Like, we live in a very tight-packed neighborhood, yeah. much like this. We complain about hearing people, like, fucking peeling out yeah. a- across, like, you know, at the stoplight right. down the street. Like, 
you can hear it clear as day. It's and annoying as at fuck. At the stoplight down the street. Yeah, from us. let alone like a van ripping through a, a neighborhood and a kid screaming. Yeah, like we we would hear that and be like, and I mean like, huh? I wonder what's outside. They would go out there. Maybe I should look. Maybe. And you would look and see a van parked cattywampus on the street, which is weird in itself, and then see a you know upwards of fifty plus year old man grabbing a twelve year old boy. And pinning at them knife on point. the ground. Yeah, I mean, he like just you pins would them on see, the ground. You would see that, like, and and neighbors would be nosy. Yeah, it's they're late like, at oh, night. Shit, let me like, see you want to know what's going on? Like, you hear something out. Like, your dog when your dog barks at something. Yeah, you, I'm like, you you, oh, you, my dog you peek there. outside just because you're like, what is it? I wonder what it is. You know, yeah, you like, just, is he barking you at a person? And that's just in your normal everyday life. Let alone this little town where like a hundred kids have been kidnapped. Yeah, I mean, you like, would think at, they would actively point, be more suspicious alert. of weird shit happening late at night yeah. because kids are getting kidnapped. As soon as you heard like a van like peeling out of a driveway and like a kerfuffle or whatever you want to call it happening it, it, right next door, you would check it out. Like you would be like, "Huh?" And like you're telling me that the anyway, rant over. But yeah, that just seemed. That did seem weird. That I, I put like, why me. didn't you just run to another house? Yes. Bang on door. <laughs> yes. Right. Bang, bang on, bang on fucking door. Somebody will bang. eventually answer. Run to house, bang on door. Bang on door. That's that's a only know. note for that. <laughs> yeah, one of the kids should have called him about that. Yeah. Hey, did you did you do that? They give him detailed notes on how to break into a freezer ostensibly in order to get that piece of meat because you brought that up is I that did. they said i wrote even i said they gave him all the pieces to escape and so i guess yeah. maybe it's maybe the point of that black phone the magical black phone or whatever was to give him all those individual pieces that he would need to put together because say he plan. did yeah say he did escape from the grabber maybe he hit him with that with that thing from the toilet but i guess if he never talked to that kid about and we never talked about it but there's a one point where he talks to a kid about uh, a combination lock yeah. and he gives him the lock to the combination that's when he, he escapes the first the time that's how he gets out of the house yeah. um and so at the end when he does escape if he didn't know that combination lock then i guess he would have been standing there for a very long time even though at this point the grabber's dead but i guess he would have just been standing that's there right, banging it. on the door because it have been like well, well i can't get out <laughs> and I guess that's what the sister's premonition was supposed to be about. But it was all it was all just very kind of loosely like, hmm. And that's kind of what I mean about the confusion piece. Yeah, so they, there is that. So, you know, him going through all that trouble just to get into his frozen thing so that the dog would have, he could throw something yeah, at the dog. Yeah, because I was like, did they want him to get out of the freezer? Because the one kid yeah. tells him, oh, okay, you can use the blah, blah, blah to break through the concrete, or yeah. sorry, break through the cement and get into that freezer. And so then he thinks, oh, okay, like I'm going to break out of the freezer. But when they show you the front of it, yeah. it's like he can't, he doesn't have enough strength to like, I mean, he would literally have to be twice his size in order to break that open because of the latch thing that's on the front of yeah, those Yeah, so there freezers. was no way he was going to get out of that. He was never going to get out. Plus, why not break you know, two feet to the left and just break through the wall and get out of there. Yeah. What I don't the, know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't ask him to do yeah, that. Yeah, so but. it seemed a little convoluted in that way. And it didn't, and it's funny that it didn't seem quite like that until the end and you realize, so oh, was that the okay. point? okay, I guess that was, yeah. No, 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 like, but I, I mean, maybe. up until then it was like, oh, it's just a failed escape attempt. Yeah. But this one, you know, at the end when it's, when, because I even said, I think I said it first when they, they, he walks by the dog. I was like, oh, well, he's got that T-bone steak he can throw at him. And then yep. sure enough, he does. 
And it's like, okay, so so you meant to tell me that that whole thing was so that he would have a T-bone steak laying around. I guess so. <laughs> to give a dog so he could maybe sneak by him. Mm-hmm. And then the like, one kid told him about the loose floorboards so he could dig the hole. For him the to other, fall in. Yeah, and then the other kid told him about the the, uh, yeah. the cord so he could pull down the grate, I guess. Combination just, kid yeah, helped just, him with that. Yeah, Robin, just, Robin was his Mr. Miyagi, teaching him how to fight, <laughs> teaching him how to do the neck right. breaker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I don't... I guess that was meant to, to be the point because I did say at one point... Or not say. I wrote down at the end... Uh, why Why did he need the sister at all? Hmm. Maybe the, they would have this... never found the place where the kids were buried. Because I guess after he already killed the grabber, would they have ever gotten any... I guess. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm just trying to make sense of it. Because yeah. I guess maybe he's the only person who would have known where those kids were buried. And, yeah. you know, those those parents... Or I guess the one kid lives with his uncle maybe when yeah. he never gotten any kind of closure. I suppose like, so. Is he keeping them somewhere else or are they dead? And it's like, well, they're dead. Yeah. I mean, I guess Finn could have but told the, them, I but how like to explain he, the magical I feel like aspect. if he owned both houses, though, and the invest, You're right, you would find his body and you'd eventually. be like, oh, hey, isn't it weird he owns the house across the street? Maybe we should check that out. Check oh, that shit, out there's bodies. Like, you know, well, maybe she um, helps speed up the process, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> no. No? There's no, I don't know about it. I don't All think right. the sister was needed. <laughs> In this movie, as much as I like her a lot, and I still I did do, still like her, yeah. Um, I, you know, she had a, a good moment. Like, are you even real, Jesus, or whatever? She's and like, then are you later, fucking she, kidding it, me? And she goes like, I'm sorry, I said you weren't real. <laughs> I know you were helping me this whole time. Thank yeah. you. Um, but yeah, so it's it seemed a little strange then that you know all the the voices on the black phone help him escape, but then the sister had all these premonitions and stuff, only to find the other house yeah I guess. the dead bodies and i but, think maybe that's why when she was riding her bike all of the dead bodies of the boys like appeared in front of her really quickly and she was like ah and they wanted to stop her in yeah. time so she could be at the right house so again she was in touch with the other side or yeah. whatever you want to call it maybe she's a medium that. somehow yeah, she is some sort of medium Finny did a good job of holding it together. I think I would have been crying every single night, and we don't see him cry once until he tries to break through that freezer, and then he can't. <laughs> yeah. And then he finally is like, "Oh my god, I'm never gonna fucking get out of here. I'm gonna die in here." Yeah. Like, cause I, he's a very calm. Like, he's very calm throughout all of this. Like, I yeah. would have been hysterical. Like, even when people start talking to him on the phone, he's like, "Who is this?" He doesn't go. Holy shit! How the fuck yeah, is anyone right. talking to me on this phone? This phone is clearly not. He just anything. accepts it. He, yeah, he just accepts this is a magical thing that's happening to me. I guess. Like, uh, whatever. What ghost is this calling now? <laughs> yeah, who is this? Hello, I'm trying to sleep. Okay, <laughs> like type thing. Like it's yeah. just old news. Ah, oh, god. Boring. This thing's calling all the time. Yeah, at one point he's even like, "Fuck off." Yeah. Don't don't call me on the yeah, phone he anymore. Says, fuck fuck you. All. Yeah, he says fuck you. Don't call. And it's just like, just what, what else are you doing in there? Pick yeah, up the phone. I, even I think the kid even says that because yeah, he says like, okay, yeah. you're gonna use this thing and break through. Then he's like, why? And he said, I don't know. Do you have something more pressing to do at this yeah, point? Right. Yeah, like you exactly. got shit to do. I'm a fucking ghost, man. I'm uh, talking to you, okay? And this then, is the biggest thing that's ever happened to anyone in the history of the world. Uh, yeah, just deal like with just it. deal with this right now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I mean, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I think uh, I did like the movie. I enjoyed it as well. I had a good time. I wasn't as scared as I thought I would be. I thought I'd be scared the whole time. I thought I'd be jumping. There was only two big, big jump scares, but they were big. Yep. Uh, and they were jump scares. 
don't don't let people tell you different. Um, and so if you're looking for that kind of thing, although at this point it's movie's pretty well spoiled for you. But but I did enjoy I enjoyed the movie and I enjoyed the pacing of it for a movie that's an hour and forty three. I think it it felt felt faster than that. It did. It didn't drag on too much. I mean, like we talked about, there's a couple of scenes that's like that maybe went on a couple seconds too long, but it wasn't like minutes too long where you're like, no. all right, uh, go go away from this now. Yeah, <laughs> and I I think my rewrite for this would be to to somehow retool the sister's involvement. I knew you were gonna say that. Like, yeah, that the, you still like her personality, but maybe I, I don't like give her, her ESP or whatever. A lot, but I just yeah, that I think that's it. I think don't her premonitions thing I, that that felt extra to me i thought it was going to help her find him right that's, i i think that's what and, and i know that supposed to think and i know that someone could argue that her her involvement let them find the bodies or, or just whatever but it's kind of like right. that old you know thing that people say where if you know if you really think about it indiana jones actually had no bearing on the on the outcome of raiders of the lost ark oh he if doesn't he didn't do anything it would still have it happened still the happen. way that it did yep. That's kind of what I think about the sister a little bit. As, again, as much as I love her, and she's my favorite part of this movie. And we, as, um, as much as we enjoy Indiana I, as well. And that's why I'm saying retool it. Don't get her out of there. Just somehow find a way for her to be involved without her having dreams that kind of lead to nothing. Like the, the extra long, you know, one that had the Billy lookalike yeah. fighting about the pinball game. That's when it got a little too much for me. Like maybe they could have just had Finny in that. They didn't really necessarily have to have her. That back. Yeah. Yeah. I think like they maybe just don't put her in there at all. I don't know. But yeah, that was a little confusing when it had the both of them in the dream world, so to speak. Yeah, because it was like, wait, is this it? like is he dreaming? Is she dreaming? Is yeah, he's seen what she's seen or yeah, not sure. So. Still not sure because they didn't explain it. So yeah, so so. Do you have a rewrite for the movie? Is there something you would change? Um, you know, I think I think you're right. I definitely want to keep the sister in it, but maybe you're right about maybe we could just take her permissions away. And I I would like and maybe it just doesn't have any bearing on it, but I thought that maybe we would get some sort of backstory on the grabber as to why he is grabbing kids. Yeah. Or like he keeps calling them naughty boys. So did his dad like beat him right beat yeah. him and, and his brother uh max and that's yeah. why he like doesn't like quote-unquote naughty boys so boys he thinks behave badly right uh and that's why he beats them or takes the, these naughty boys i did say at one point when they had the flashback to the pinball kid uh i thought for a second that maybe it was going to be a flashback to the origin of the grabber and you know, maybe that would have sure helped the timeline yeah but i guess he was just another one of the victims because he's yeah. talking to him on the phone. Right. And so, uh, No, I mean, it was. Yeah. I'm just saying. But yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have mind that either. L- little backstory. Because again, towards the beginning, right after he kidnaps him, he calls him Johnny. And I thought, maybe he'll call him that again. But he didn't. Yeah. So, I think that was just, you know, I get, You're like right. I guess he Jack. just kind of, yeah, he called him it. I just thought or maybe Chuck. they would bring it back. And they yeah. didn't. Never talked about it again. Right. So, so anywho. Or why he's wearing mask. I just thought maybe, so my only rewrite would be, maybe at some point she could get some sort of, if they're going to keep the premonitions, maybe she just has premonitions about the grabber and right. his backstory. And maybe you get to find out a little bit more about him. About That's the mask a good idea. Or, That's a good idea. Yeah. If they just Excuse really, me. really want to 
keep in that magic element of not yeah. only the phone, but also something outside the phone. Maybe. Yeah. No, oh, I think that that's a good idea. It's a good reworking. Thank you. All right. So there you have it. The black that's phone. The black phone. We watched a scary movie. We watched a scary movie for once. Um, if you have any other scary movies that you want us to watch, let us know and we can ignore your uh, recommendations by <laughs> getting at us on Instagram at Rewrites Podcast. Email us at heyrewritethis at gmail.com if you like. Let us know what you think of the show and why you think the black phone is perfect just the way it is. Once again, I've been Nathan. And I've been Clark. And we'll see you later. Hey. So come on down to Ray Robson. Hell, what are you got?